This is because I want to. Hello and welcome to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever it is we want to. I'm Sarah. I'm Lindsay. And welcome back. I 100% for a second there forgot what the intro to this was <laughs> <laughs> and had a moment. You're like, who are we? What are we doing here? It's like, what do I say normally? You could, I got it, though. We're good. You could just say whatever, honestly. It's true for all seven of you listening. <laughs> hey, I'll have you know, we have like a hundred downloads a month, which is like wild to me. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know from where. Me neither. Like how, like for People who aren't our immediate, like, friends or family, like, how do people find us? I have no clue. (laughs) I don't know. I guess, like, the tags. On Instagram? Or, like, because, like, when I upload, like, when we put stuff into the host, like, you tag stuff. I don't know. Does that actually do something? I think so. Because I was doing that, and then I stopped, because I was like, is this... Just for our account, just for our own knowledge, because I, I think it like so when people search, it like brings it up because like it's a tag. Oh, I should start doing that again then, huh? That's my guess anyway. I really don't. What is my hair doing? I know people at home can't <laughs> see that, but it's like <laughs> it's coming for me. There's one wayward lo- lock that's like yes. a microphone, like one of those like ear microphones <laughs> like, it's like trying to climb in my mouth <laughs> i curled it the wrong way that must be it you go that way oh, oh so new. how's life life is oh. fine um i got nothing to say this week i've had a boring week you know how's fiverr he's good we are starting puppy kindergarten next week that's exciting. I never sent either of my dogs to, like, puppy school, and I definitely should have. I thought about it with Bean or doing some kind of obedience stuff, but I just didn't at the time, like, feel like I had the extra time nor the extra money to do it, so. Yeah, like, I took Moose to literally one class to just make sure she wasn't, like, a psychopath. <laughs> she was so weird. <laughs> And just to, like, get some ideas about, like, what the fuck to do with her. But outside of that, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be good um, just for, like, something fun to do and to socialize him. And he seems to be mellowing out a little bit. He's been here for about a month, so that's good. I can't believe you've had him for a month. I know. Time flies, and yet it feels like it is fucking standing still i know how is it still march it's almost april march will not end i feel like i've been in march forever also like my concept of time is so fucked up like we came into work on thursday and i was like so the kids came back last week right and everyone was like sarah it's been two days and i was like (laughs) cool 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 it's like starting this podcast where it's like where are we? What are we doing? Who are you? Who am Yo, I? How long have we been doing this? Has it almost been a year? 
We started after I moved here in July, so maybe the beginning of August. So it's been like, man, what, seven months, eight months? I have to think of something good to do for our year anniversary. Yeah. I don't know what that'll be. Maybe we'll be in the same location <gasps> having our house party. Ooh, yeah, we've been talking about, like, doing something once, you know, everyone's vaccinated and it's okay to do so. And I need that. <laughs> I need it so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much. So how about that Suez Canal? <laughs> I've, like, kind of seen a couple things about it. I don't really know why, there's a ship that's, what, stuck there? What's happening? It went sideways. It went sideways, and it's, like, completely blocked the Suez Canal. What happened? I don't know. I don't know how that happens, but I do know that it's costing, like, billions and billions of dollars every day that it's stuck there. Because now everyone has to go around the entirety of fucking <laughs> Africa, <laughs> like it's 1750. Oh, wait, where's the Suez Canal? Isn't it in like Central America? Egypt. Oh, Egypt. That's the Panama Canal. Oh, okay. So I guess that's an important canal, huh? That's very important. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that phrase. I guess it's an important canal. <laughs> it's just like kind of strange to me sometimes in this day and age that like, to think that a lot of things still happen by, like, boat and train. <laughs> hmm A lot of um, oil moves by boat. Like, most, like, all of it. And so, like, oil prices are going up because oil can't get through the fucking canal. Yeah, I'm also jazzed up about canals because I taught about it this week, so. <laughs> oh, so it's, like, relevant. You're like, you guys, this just canals. happened. And it's such a big clusterfuck. Canals are really important. <laughs> Canals, canals, canals. The North had the canals. The South didn't. Do you know what the South had? Steamboats. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to talk about how people... I love that, like... And I'm going to talk about this too later. Like, over history, people don't change. Like, when they first made steamboats, they were really hard to navigate, like, steer. And so people would race them, but they were, like... <laughs> really hard to steer and so they just like run into each other and they fucking blow up <laughs> just what? like people don't change do they i kind they don't. of thought that steamboats were slow i don't know mm. how you race them. they're not fast right because i think like you know, people race like turtles steamboats are really big too aren't they i've never seen like a small steamboat i mean earlier ones were smaller but oh. yeah People will be dumb no matter what era. You had to, like, find your entertainment where you could, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, love points in history where I can be like, see, people haven't changed. We're the same. I believe that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially, like, like kids, I feel like, are pretty much the same throughout time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Suez Canal. Lil Nas dropped a music video. Yes, let's talk about that. Yo, I love it. Uh-huh. So if you haven't seen it, the song's called Call Me By Your Name, right? Um, When I looked it up on YouTube, it said Montero, and then in parentheses, it was Call Me By Your okay. Name. 
So like Lil Nas's name is Montero. So I think it's like oh, a it song is? he wrote. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a song he wrote to like his younger self or whatever. But it is like, I love it. It's a fucking <laughs> bop. It is the bop, and then the music video is so sexy in a way that, like, <laughs> you don't see, like, in hip-hop no. or R&B or whatever it is. Um, it's, it's and I don't like know, it's just, like... a new genre that he's doing. He's doing, like, his own thing. There's mm-hmm. almost kind of, like, a Latin flavor to it for me when I listen to it. Yeah, a little bit. It has, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of that kind of, like, underbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved him... I can't get over... Okay, there's a couple parts of the music video and the song that I like. Like, there's a part where he says he wants to fuck the people he envies. And I was like, oh, that's a familiar feeling. You know that feeling where you're like, do I want to be that person or do I want to fuck that person? So Lil Nas is a philosopher on the human condition. He is. He is. And then he, like, rides a stripper pole down to hell, gives the devil a lap dance, and then fucking kills him. And I was just like, yes. If you're listening to this and you've not seen this music video, you need to watch it because, like, it's just so interesting from beginning to end. It tells a story. It's original. Visually, it's, like, stunning. And then the part where he jumps on the stripper pole. It's so funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, go, go. You know what it reminded me of? And not in like what it necessarily contained, but like the theatrics and storytelling reminded me of like K-pop videos. It kind of reminded me of like Lady Gaga when she was doing her videos, but not taking itself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Which like, I, I feel like. like Music videos are such an opportunity for, like, art, and they so very rarely are. So Lil Nas, I don't really know that much about him. He's the one who did the Old Town Road song, right? Mm-hmm. I like that song, but it drove me fucking crazy because, like, my neighbors would blast it, like, all the time. Yeah, it it was definitely overplayed. So I don't really know, like, what else he's really done, but has he... I don't think he has a ton. Like, has he always been out or has he, like, pivoted? I think he came out, like, pretty soon after Old Town Road came out. Like, he's, I don't think he's ever really been very, like, he pretty much said it from the get-go that he was queer. I saw one comment on a YouTube video that was basically, like, (laughs) homophobes say, gay people go to hell. Lil Nas says, okay. (laughs) And becomes, like, the ruler of hell. (laughs) I meet you down there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the song is catchy. The music video is amazing. Go watch it if you haven't done so. Revel in the amazingness. Yeah, I just like really appreciate people who do unusual things and who are really like artists mm-hmm. and take mm-hmm. risks. And they just, you know, like I feel like he had a vision and he just did it. And I think it's, like, really important that, like, he's out and he's not, like, doing anything to hide it. He's fucking celebrating it in a genre that does not typically do that. Yeah. So I think that we are, like, Lil Nas's, like, newest, biggest fans over here. I know. Who would have thought? 
would have thought indeed. But yeah, he's a baby. How old is he? He's 21. Really? Yeah, he's a baby. I can't imagine being 21 and like doing that. (laughs) What were we doing when we were 21? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We were in England. That's true. We weren't, I had no, I, I mean, still feel like I have no direction, like professionally speaking. <laughs> you know what I've realized is most people don't. That's what I've come to realize. I read a statistic one time that was like, you change, the average person changes their career like four or five times throughout their lifetime. So I think like, I don't know, that just needs to be more accepted and widely known because I feel like people are always like from a young age what do you want to be what do you want to do like you need to have this grand like life plan I feel like unless you want to do something that's like a highly highly skilled profession like you're you're gonna bounce you know yeah like I've just kind of accepted that I'm gonna be a fucking teacher for the rest of my life you could you don't have to though I know. I just don't, I don't think I can give up summers off. I don't think I can do it. I will say that like once I started this job and I was like, wait, so this is it every day until I have a week off? <laughs> yeah. Like the grind is real. I think as long as like your day to day isn't that bad, then it's fine. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've been like toying with the idea of getting Another master's in history and teaching college. I could see you doing that. So. I feel like that would be good because, I mean, the lessons are, like, less, I don't want to say less work, but you don't have to be as creative and you have TAs to help you grade. Mm-hmm. You know. It's more free form. Mm-hmm. You can just talk about the stuff you like, which is what I like to do. And you don't have the stress of, like... You know, everyone has to pass, and if they don't pass, it's your fault, and you need to be doing more. In college, it's like, whatever. Yep. I do like that aspect of it. But I imagine that the pay is less, and that the benefits aren't as good. I don't know. Is that true? Have you looked into it? I think it is true. I don't think college professors make very much money. Hmm. I don't know. I'll, I still have to decide if I'm willing to get another fucking master's degree. Yeah. Just collect the them at this point. Like, why do you, for so many fields, like, if you want to do something, you have to get a master's in that. Like, if you're one of those people that you bounce around from four to five different careers, like, why do you need another degree for each one of those? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, I've been teaching American history now for, you know however long I've been doing it. And I'll probably, before I even think about going to teach college, it be another, like, five years. Like, I'm going to know it. Mm-hmm. I, I know it. <laughs> I know what happened. <laughs> yeah, like, so. if I wanted to work in a public library or, like, another academic library, I'd need to get another master's. And why? Why do I need to do that? <laughs> I know. Like, I am positive somebody in the library could show you what to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, shall we move into our topic? We can. What are we talking about this week, friend? We're talking about funny stories from ancient history. 
Yeah, man, a little antiquity. <laughs> yeah, ever since we talked about, what was his name a couple weeks ago? Diogenes. Diogenes. I, I like want more. I want more of that content. Don't worry, I have all sorts of things to tell you about fucking Diogenes. <laughs> Maybe this he... is just the Diogenes episode then. Oh my gosh, I don't have that much to tell you about him, but <laughs> he is a delight. Most of the, like, I think a lot of the stuff that they say about him, like, didn't necessarily happen. It's just, like, apocryphal shit that, like, got passed down. Okay. But it's still funny. Can I ask, I was looking up stuff to talk about, and apocryphal kept coming up. Like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Apocryphal means, like, it probably didn't happen, <laughs> basically. Like, what's the root word there? Apocrypha. What is so? That's like so, almost, like things almost, that are not necessarily accepted as part of the historical narrative. So, like if we talk about the Bible, there are apocryphal test not testaments, but like books that are not a part of the Bible but exist. Okay, so it's like an anecdote or a fable almost. Yeah, like the Dead Sea Scrolls, those are apocryphal texts. Okay. Because they don't fit in with the established historical whatever narrative. Okay. So, like, tall tales. Kind of, like, it's kind of like a, it could have happened, we just don't have enough supporting, corroborating evidence to say if it did one way or the other. Apocryphal sounds like such a serious academic word. I haven't had to use it in a very long time. (laughs) Yeah, so like the Gospel of Thomas is an apocryphal text, which I particularly like. I might be more down for religion if we included things from the Gospel of Thomas, but whatever. So like that's doubting Thomas? Mm -mm. No. The Gospel of Thomas is like – um. I haven't looked at it in a long time, but a big thing in it, and the reason why it's not a part of the Bible, is because it says a lot of things like God is in everything. Like, you don't have to be part of some sort of established church or whatever to worship with God. I like Which, that. if you're, yeah, if you're a big bad church, obviously you're not going to want that but if in you're your an, book of worship. a neoplatonicist like we are, you're all about you it. Know. We like the one. <laughs> was Thomas, who was he? Was he? Um, I don't remember. I can answer that question for you. Give me a second. There's also a gospel of Judas. Because wasn't Thomas in, wasn't he all, there was a, what do you call them? A disciple, a disciple named Thomas, mm-hmm. who was like, I don't know Jesus. I don't know him. Yes. So maybe that is him. I'm not positive. I get all my information um, from Jesus Christ Superstar. So that's what I'm going of, off of. All of the stuff I'm literally talking to you about right now is when I took a class. What was it called? So I took a bunch of like Jewish history classes in college. I was like really into it. Um, and it was from one of those. I want to say biblical archaeology, maybe. It sounds really interesting. I took some interesting, like, I think the classes I enjoyed the most in college were my Jewish history classes. Mm -hmm. Just because a lot of it was, like, stuff you don't know about. Like, I took an entire class about, like, 
Jewish pogrom pogroms pogroms throughout history and like just like repeated fucking offenses against Jews that you never really learned about. You only ever learned about the Holocaust and the Holocaust is just the largest example of something that happened over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, I think like to be Jewish, you have to be really like, you really believe in it because it's not easy to be Jewish throughout history. It's never been easy. No, man. (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, So Wikipedia is not giving me an easy answer to you as to who Thomas was, but yeah. But yeah, we should talk about apocryphal texts of the Bible in an episode. I feel like that'd be enjoyable. That'd be fascinating, but it sounds like it would take a lot of research. It would be interesting research, though. I would be mm-hmm. down for it. Hang on, now I have to Google the Gospel of Judas because I just... I gotta know. I gotta know. Yeah, what did Is he it have a Dead to Sea say? Scroll? Hmm, the Gospel of Judas. I think I was Judas reading... Iscariot. He's... Oh, Yeah. They found, um, I think, more Dead Sea Scrolls. That's cool. Right? Um, I don't know where they found this. These are all, like, Coptic um, texts. So they're all from, like, Egypt. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking Diogenes. Let's do <laughs> it. Gone off on a tangent. All so, right. Wait, Let he me- was he hmm. was the one who you told me lived in like a clay pot. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Just refreshing All right, so my, my memory. man, Diogenes the Cynic. Um, so he was from. I'm gonna give you a little background about him because why not? Uh, he was from Sinope, Sinope, uh, which was an Ionian colony on the Black Sea, so like modern day Turkey, Anatolia. Um, and he got involved, his dad was like a banker, I guess, and we don't really have any records of him prior to him arriving in Athens, but basically they think he was involved in some sort of money scandal. <laughs> um, and so he popped into Athens with a slave named Mains, who promptly escaped from him. <laughs> and all Diogenes apparently said about it was, if Mains can live without Diogenes, why not Diogenes without Mains? <laughs> It's That's just like such <laughs> a Diogenes thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in Athens. <laughs> That's Diogenes in a nutshell, I feel. It really is. Um, so like his thing was he thought that like the customs of people were stupid and that the things people held value to were stupid. And so okay. like his entire existence was just to like challenge that basically. Just to um, be so he, an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so he lived in a big old clay wine jar. <laughs> Outside the temple of Sibylle, Cybele, which was an Anatolian goddess. So not a Greek goddess. Wait, do you know, <laughs> did this big wine jar have a door or did he scurry no, out no, of the literally, top of it? <laughs> I looked at a painting of like, literally just imagine, like... A giant clay amphora, but without the handles, tilted on its side, and that's oh. that's what he lived in. So he scurried into it like a hobbit. Yes. Okay. It was like a yeah, kind of like a hobbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> where did where does one get a big amphora like that? Did it actually? So they have wine made in wine it? in. Well, it did Re- at one point. 
Oh, like a brewery, like a big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All so right. He, was, he lived in that. Um, so he's chilling in his clay jar. <laughs> and he basically, like, lived in a marketplace, essentially. And he was known for, like, okay, so it was, like, really rude in Greece to, like, eat in public. It wasn't, like, a thing you did. Uh-huh. And so he would, like, do that all the fucking time. He was, like, I don't understand, like, what we're doing here. So he'd just wander around and, like, eat in public. He would, like, pee on people. <laughs> like, piss On people? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, my God. He defecated in the theater. Ew. And masturbated in public. Are we sure he wasn't, like, he didn't have some kind of, like, issue? And we just think he... had to give. Well, what if he, like, had some kind of, like, mental illness and people are like, oh, he's this, like, great philosopher. (laughs) I mean, maybe he did. He used to go around the um, Agora, which is, like, the marketplace, uh, in the middle of the fucking day with a lamp. And, like, carry a lamp. And he'd be like, I am looking for a human. Because (laughs) he said that people around him acted so unreasonable that they weren't people. And so he'd just go around and be like, I'm looking for a human. Um, And apparently he gave Plato a bunch of shit. Because Plato said the definition of a man is a featherless biped. Right? Uh-huh. So Diogenes showed up at his academy and like plucked all the feathers off a chicken <laughs> and like threw it and was like, "Behold, I've brought you a man." <laughs> what do you think Plato like his reaction was? Uh, a bit. <laughs> That's fucking Diogenes. Well. <laughs> and so Plato's academy changed their definition to be a featherless biped with broad, flat nails. What? That's the best they could do? How about uh, without wings? <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> he apparently saw a kid one day drinking water out of his hands and then proceeded to break all of his bowls because he was like, fool that I am to have been carrying superfluous baggage all this time. <laughs> so he was like a minimalist, right? Yes. So that's some of his goings-ons in Athens. Um, and then he ends up in Corinth. I don't know why. The Wiki- This is all from Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia did not tell me why he ended up in Athens. Um, most of the stories about him living in the jar are from Athens, but there are a couple of him living in a jar in Corinth um, outside the gymnasium. Fun fact, gymnos means naked in Greece. So it's... Uh-huh. The naked nasium. Anyway. Um, <laughs> why did I write this down? What did I? I wrote something down about this. Where he's rolling in a tub. Wait. Uh. Uh, there was a report that Philip was marching on the town and had thrown all of Corinth into a bustle. Okay. Philip was um, Alexander the Great's dad. One was furbishing his arms, another wheeling stones, a third patching the wall, and a fourth strengthening a battlement. Everyone was making himself useful somehow or another. Diogenes, having nothing to do, of course no one thought to give him a job, was moved by the sight to gather up his philosopher's cloak, which, can we talk about how that's like a thing in this story, (laughs) and began rolling his tub dwelling 
energetically <laughs> up and down the cranium. <laughs> An acquaintance asked and got the explanation. I do not want to be thought the only idler in such a busy multitude. I am rolling my tub to be like the rest. <laughs> Honestly, though, like if you're ever in like a waiting room or something and you just want to look busy, like what do you do? You just like scroll on your phone, even if you're doing nothing. I get that. True facts. But to to be like rolling your whole, like they said, tub house. (laughs) (laughs) Roll it along. Want to be busy. He probably Um, didn't have that much stuff in it. He probably just had like a blanket. Yeah, I don't think he had like anything in it. Um, He was captured by pirates, apparently, while on a voyage to Agina and was sold as a slave in Crete to a Corinthian named, hang on. Z- Zinaiadi? God, Greek names. Zianani. No. Zinaiades. I don't freaking know. We're going to call him X. Okay. Being asked by his trade, he replied that he knew no trade but that of a governing man and that he wished to be sold to a man who needed a master. <laughs> he liked his spirit and therefore <laughs> hired him to tutor his children. <laughs> that Diogenes. I feel like the, his whole life could be a sitcom called That Diogenes and all the wacky shit he says. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, he kind of reminds me in like a weird way of Nick from New Girl. I never watched that show. Oh man. I love that show. <laughs> okay. So there is a apocryphal account of him meeting Alexander the Great. So it's probably made up. Um, but they're funny either way. So Plutarch, who is like a rather famous historian, and a different Diogenes, not the Diogenes we're talking about, <laughs> Diogenes Laertius, recount that he met Alexander the Great, and they just exchanged a few words. While Diogenes was like chilling in the sunlight, Alexander was like super <laughs> excited to meet him <laughs> and asked if there was just any favorite. <laughs> In the sunlight. Yeah. yeah, I saw a couple of paintings of it. And Alexander the Great was like, ooh. Um, and he's like, is there anything I can do for you? And Diogenes was like, yeah, get out of my sunlight. <laughs> and Alexander the Great was like, if I were not Alexander, then I should wish to be Diogenes. And Diogenes said, if I were not Diogenes, I would still wish to be Diogenes. <laughs> that Diogenes, he does it again. Uh, and then there's, like, kind of a thoughtful one where in, like, a different version of this, he, like, sees Diogenes looking at, like, a pile of bones. And Alexander's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm searching for the bones of your father, but I cannot distinguish them from those of a slave. Mm. I think there's something to be said for someone who's just so unapologetically their bizarre self that mm-hmm. you can't help but kind of admire it because the rest of us are kind of constrained by these like social norms and like and he had no care for those yeah i thought they were stupid they are stupid like why not live in a big jar (laughs) if you could get rid of one social norm what would you get rid of (sighs) when you ask me that it just makes me think about when you declared shoes the shackles of modern society (laughs) (laughs) so maybe shoes if i could get rid of one thing 
I would get rid of the social, like, nicety that you don't fart in public. Hmm. It'd be nice to be able to fart in public, but I also don't want, like, everyone farting around me, though. See, I get... I get so bloated. Sometimes <laughs> I just need to fart and like I have to hold it because like if I know it's going to make noise, I can't like just like if I'm at work, I'll crop dust. But like if it's going to make noise, <laughs> I can't. I think there are a lot of things I would get rid of. I would just have to think about it. I think like the awkward like whenever you walk by someone at work and you're like down a long hallway where you're like, do I smile? Do I head nod? The mask has solved that situation. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I don't do anything. Uh Uh-huh. Just, like, stuff like that. We were like, why am I doing this? Because I'm expected to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, those are all of my stories about my man Diogenes. Maybe we all could be a little bit more like Diogenes. Not the, like, peeing and masturbating in public, but just the, like... Joie de vivre, if you will. (laughs) Yes. The love for life. Carpe diem, (laughs) we might say. As it were. (laughs) What do you got for me? Um, Okay. I found like a couple interesting stories. Did you know? You probably know. That's the thing about this topic. That Julius Caesar was kidnapped by pirates? I did, and he was rather mouthy. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, I guess when Julius Caesar, 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 <laughs> Jul- <laughs> his alter ego, Julius Caesar, <laughs> when Julius Caesar was a youth, like in his 20s, he was kidnapped by pirates, and they were like, okay, your ransom is at 25 talents or whatever. And I guess a talent was a lot of money and he was all cocky and shit. And he was like, well, maybe you should ask for 50 talents. He knew his worth, Julius. Which was like tens of thousands of dollars, I think, at the time. This is from Encyclopedia Britannica. And I guess in the time where they were like his... Julius Caesar's contacts were like getting together the ransom and Julius Caesar was hanging out on the ship. He would like order the pirates around and just act like he was in charge and he would tell them to like shush and he would just act like he was their boss and he would like joke about I'm going to have you all crucified and they all laugh because he sounded nuts. He sounded like Diogenes basically. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do, Caesar? And he would, like, I guess read his or recite his speeches or his poems or whatever. And if the pirates didn't appreciate it, he'd be like, you're all illiterate. <laughs> like, just be an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> so then, like, I guess they got his ransom eventually. And he was like, go. And... Um, I think all the pirates were like arrested and Julius Caesar ended up having them all crucified like he said he would. And that was that. Julius Caesar is such like an interesting person because at the end of the day, he's like a usurper. Like he's 
He's like an asshole. Like, I know why he got murdered. And I really just... don't know that much about him, to be honest with you. I just know he was powerful and he was assassinated by Brutus. He stole that power, man. Stole it. What's, can you give us the, like, in a nutshell version of him? Basically before, so Julius Caesar is, like, the first tech, he's not really, but he's, like, the first technical emperor of Rome. Because prior to that, it was a republic, and they had the triumvirate, which was, like, three people. So it was, like, Julius Caesar, Pompey, and Mark Antony. And uh, Julius Caesar basically just, like, assumed power and wouldn't give it up. I can't remember exactly what happened if, like, they went to war and they, like, gave him power, like, the singular power just for, like, wartime and he was supposed to give it back and he didn't give it back. Mm. Can't remember in particular, but yeah, he basically just took it. So who was Brutus? Just, like, his second in command? Brutus was like his nephew or fucking something. I think they were related. And then they killed him just to like usurp the power, I guess. I forget. So it was like a whole bunch of senators who murdered him. Um, I can't. God, it's been such a long time. I think it was like basically like he was just taking more and more power. And That's- they were just crazy. done with Crazy. Can you imagine if our senators killed our president? I mean, I feel like Trump tried to kill Mike Pence. (laughs) Right? Like, that's how wild it is. Like, like, that's what it was. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a crazy fucking year it's been. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I laugh so I don't cry. Right? It's just so, like, alarming and ridiculous. You have to laugh. I tell you. Well, now I have to remember who Brutus was. I want to watch a movie about Caesar. I need to look up, like, what's a good one? the show Rome. I don't know if I can, like, invest in a whole show. It's really good, though. Is it? (laughs) It's really good. I liked how that show um, portrayed Egypt by this point in time and that it was, like, a falling kingdom. Yeah, it's interesting to me to really think about Egypt and Rome existing at the same time and like Cleopatra mm-hmm. and Mark Anthony and all that stuff. Yo, and Caesar fucked Cleopatra too. That's right. Mm-hmm. They had a kid. That's right. Yeah. Do you know And what she happened? wasn't even Egyptian to Ooh, his kid? Uh, yeah. I think he dies. I can answer this question. Hang on. So in the show, that's not what happens to him. But I think he dies. Uh, Caesarian. Oh, no. He becomes Pharaoh. Hmm. And then he dies. He gets killed. (laughs) And then he dies. Augustus kills him. Augustus (laughs) kills him. Everyone in ancient history. And then they died. Um, Augustus. Augustus was. Do you know who Chrysippus is? Chrysippus? I do not. Okay. I actually didn't take very many classes on Rome, now that I'm, like, thinking about it. I took a lot of stuff on Greece. 
Chrysippus was a dude who, he was a Greek Stoic philosopher um, in around 200 BC. And the thing that people remember most about him is like how he died. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. Hit me with it. <laughs> so when I first heard about him, I had read that he died because there was a he was somewhere and there was a donkey that was drunk and he laughed so hard he died. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> he like couldn't handle it. <laughs> I mean, those drunk donkeys. (laughs) (laughs) But then I was looking him up on Wikipedia and it says that there are, oh my God, Diogenes Laertius. That's who you were talking about. Yeah, that's the guy who wrote about Diogenes. He's like a historian. He gives two different accounts of Chrysippus' death. In the first account, he was seized with dizziness, having drunk undiluted wine at a feast, and died soon after. So I guess alcohol poisoning. Seems more and- realistic. <laughs> and in the second account, this one doesn't make much sense to me, but in the second account, he was watching a donkey eat some figs, and he cried out, Now, give the donkey a drink of pure wine to wash down the figs, whereupon he died in a fit of laughter. <laughs> And his own unfunny joke. (laughs) (laughs) What would have to be so funny that I would laugh so hard that I would like suffocate to death? Because I imagine that's how you would die from laughing. I imagine in my head he had to have been so drunk and maybe like had a heart attack or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, them donkeys. Isn't that crazy, though, to think that he lived over 2,000 years ago and he's known because of this, like, weird donkey story? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can we all have epic enough deaths that we have Wikipedia pages written about what happened? (laughs) Uh, If only... If only. I um, one time got lost in a Wikipedia rabbit hole. There's some page or list on Wikipedia that's of like weird deaths. And that was one of them. It's like a really good list. I love shit like that. (laughs) And then I have another funny story. It's not ancient. It's about John Adams. So you probably know this detail. Well, is it about John Adams or is it about um, John Quincy? Wait, let me find it. Hold on. Is it about going to the center of the earth? Yes, that one. That's John John Quincy. John Quincy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, let me find this so that I don't, like, fuck it up. John Adams has a lot of funny stuff about him, too. They were so mean to him. Do you think, like, it was deserving or he was... (laughs) I think John Adams could be kind of a wang, and I also think John Adams had a, like, definite anxiety disorder. Oh, yeah. But they they made a lot of fun of him. Like, they would, like, read his letters out loud in Congress and, like, make fun of him. It kind of seems like, I don't know, those founding fathers, it seems kind of cliquish, to be honest with you. Oh, it was. 100%. 100%. 100%. 
In the 1820s, yes, John Quincy Adams approved an expedition to the center of the earth. Part of the plan was to meet the race of people living inside the earth and to conduct trade with them. Morlocks. Right? Morlocks. <laughs> John, Ad- John Quincy Adams is like really into science and stuff. He wanted to like build all these conservatories and like telescopes and stuff. It was like his thing. There was like an American army officer named John Cleves Sims Jr. And he believed the earth was made up of several spheres and that there were openings at the North and South poles that could be used to get inside the earth and explore its hollow interior. So he planned to take 100 men to the Arctic and use sleighs pulled by reindeer to travel to the North pole and enter into the earth. That's quite a plan. In Doctor Who, there are people who live inside the Earth, but they're lizard people. (laughs) Which, like, if you remember when we did our episode um, in Black History Month, one of them, and we talked about Matthew Henson, it's really fucking hard to get to the North Pole. You can't just have a sleigh with reindeer. (laughs) I know. I love love the pulled by reindeer aspect of it. Like, you need dogs, not reindeer. (laughs) It says that um, the theory was considered laughable by most people, but... John Quincy Adams said yes. However, his term in office ended before the plan was carried out, and Andrew Jackson was like, hell no, when he became president. (laughs) Say the least. (laughs) That's from unbelievablefacts.com. John Quincy Adams and Andrew Jackson fucking hated each other. I feel like I would have hated Andrew Jackson, too, to be fair. I kind of get why Andrew Jackson hated him, though. Like, I think he's, like, a trash person, but, um, I know, like, the whole situation as to, like, why he didn't like John Quincy Adams, I get it. I get it. (laughs) You know what I could go for is, like, a series that's almost structured like a Real Housewives franchise, but with all these founding fathers, and you just tell me the story of their drama. (laughs) (laughs) Like Gossip Girl? Yes! (laughs) Another thing I was reading was um, I was just looking up like funny things from history or whatever. And this one comment on a Reddit post was talking about how the founding fathers were all so awful with their money, like worse than most people nowadays. And they all died they with all, like a ton yes. of debt. Yes. Yes. George Washington had like no money. When he got elected president, he had to borrow fucking money to get to New York because he like didn't have any. And he, like, ordered this Italian marble and, like, green wallpaper and, like, all this crazy shit. They were all very land rich and did not do well with it. And Thomas Jefferson, I think I read, died with, like, $100,000 of debt because of Monticello. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of them died in debt, like Madison did. Madison ended up in a lot of debt, though, because of his shitty stepson gambled away all their money and he was like hiding oh, it from yeah. his wife oh my so they god. had to sell the house oh my god <laughs> and that was like the time where you could go to debtor's prison right mm-hmm. yeah and i wonder if Debt like peonage <laughs> what is it there's like a system called like debt peonage where you're basically like a slave until oh. you pay off your debt and if you die like if Someone dies with debt. Does the debt get passed on to like their family? I think so. I think it's like today. Ooh. Yeah. 
I think like today, if you are, you like co-sign on a debt, it does. But like, Mm -hmm. otherwise it doesn't, I don't think. TikTok has taught me that when you get married, you should have a prenup that says you do not like share debt. Really? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people like don't really know their partner's finances. It's almost like a taboo subject and it's awkward to bring up. Do you have debt? Like what's going Mm on? I'm a big believer in like, I don't know. My aunt and my uncle were like this where like they, for the most part, just kept their own money. Like they had a shared account that they put stuff in for their kids but otherwise it was like they each kept their mm. own money. Yeah, like I knew someone who she didn't realize that her husband had racked up tens of thousands of dollars of credit card debt and she just had no idea. Yeah. It's hard to trust people. Yeah. So complete segue. Do you have a favorite <laughs> Greek god creation myth? In the realm of ridiculous. <laughs> Greek god creation myth. I think the only one I really know, I know about like Kronos and the giants or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Athena coming from Zeus's head, but that's all I really know. You know how Aphrodite was made? No. So Kronos, son of Uranus, Uranus, Uranus. Uh-huh. Uh, he was fighting with his dad to, like, take power. Kronos is also the one who, like, ate all his kids, except for yeah. Zeus. Um, but he cut off his dad's dick, <laughs> threw it into the sea, and then from the foam came Aphrodite. What? Yeah. Aphrodite's weird, because, like, Aphrodite doesn't fit in with, like, the rest of the pantheon of gods. She's not, like, the child of Kronos. She's his sister. She's she's like a titan. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's weird. I listened to Stephen Fry's book, Mythos, which goes through all of these myths. You would probably like it. It was a really good audiobook. Mythos by Stephen Fry. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do an episode just about mythology. <gasps> I would love that. Right? It's like so crazy. And it's weird to think that like... This was a religion, and people literally believed it. Mm-hmm. Another weird thing about, like, Roman religion, kind of, like, same segue, is, like, their obsession with dicks and how they put dicks on, like, everything. <laughs> like, they used to wear little necklaces with dicks on them. I mean, I can kind of see that because, like, a dick is, I think, representative of, like, life. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Other than like a woman, like a pregnant woman, maybe. Mm-hmm. But a dick is a more obvious like symbol, I think. They put them on everything all over it, the place. It's also just very obviously like masculine and patriarchal. Mm-hmm. Like the almighty dick. Like that's what our society is about. <laughs> <laughs> The almighty dick that apparently, according to the news, is shriveling up. Oh, yeah. Because of, like, pollution, right? Yeah, man. So what is it that because of pollution, men are becoming impotent, is what Mm -hmm. it was saying? Their dicks are shrinking and their sperm count is going down. 
Because of, do they know exactly why, like what it is? I think they said it was something that you used to make plastic. Really? Mm-hmm. Do and you know think it- that they figured out how for women to, like, make kids using their own bone marrow? What? So I don't, I don't know what the future holds, man. What? What does that mean? What does that mean? Like, you can inseminate yourself? I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing. Like, you have Y chromosomes in your bone marrow? I think you do. That sounds like... No, 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 no. It would always be a girl. It would always be a girl. This sounds like a recipe for inbreeding disaster, though. Let's see. So you use a a cocktail of chemicals that act as like an artificial sperm to trick a human egg into forming an embryo. And the babies would always be girls. You're like cloning yourself. You're basically cloning yourself. Oh, so you're not fertilizing your own egg. You're just making your egg become an embryo. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, ooh, I don't know. I don't know that I would want a clone of myself. That would be weird. I could get down with my clone. It's a really good question in like nature versus nurture, man. Oof. Yeah. That raises some interesting questions for the future. And I wonder if, like, with the whole men and their sperm count or whatever, does that mean, like, the sperm itself is not good? Or just, like, they're not able to, like, fertilize, like, inseminate and have sex? Like, if you took the sperm and did, like, in vitro, if that's still okay. No, hang on. I'll, I'll look at the article. So many questions. Adds, says at, This is a USA Today article. Add falling sperm counts to the list of threats to human survival. Um, yeah. Chemi- chemicals and other lifestyle factors have harmed our reproductive health. Sperm counts among men from North America, Europe, Australia, New Zealand declined more than 59%. Wow. From 1973 to 2011. At this current rate, half of men in those countries would have no sperm by 2045. Oh, my God. Within 40 years, over 50% of the sperm count. I'm telling you, this is Mother Nature being like, there's a problem. I know who the problem is. I'll fix it. (laughs) For real. And it's like we did this to the environment. Yeah. Mother yeah. Nature has a way of, you know, being the great equalizer, I think. Yeah, man. She's like, you don't need to have as many kids. Wow. Yeah, man. It's going to be like, a, so then, did you ever see Children of Earth? Children of Men. I think Children so. of Men. Yeah. That's called. That was the one with the good looking actor. I forget his name. Clive Owen. Yeah. I remember him. <laughs> I do. Dreamy. That's kind of like, if you think about it, that's also disturbing because then the people, if that happens, then the way you reproduce is through like in vitro or whatever. And then the only people, there's only certain people who can afford to do that. So then it becomes mm-hmm. like a classist thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. This is like a dystopian near future. Yeah, ma'am. We'll still be around. We'll be cracking. 
Won't be our problem. We'll be outside that time frame. What a sobering thought. <sighs> the future is bright. <laughs> <laughs> the future is pretty fucking, I don't know. Bleak. Bleak <laughs> as fuck. Oh, Oof. man. Well, I had some other stuff, but we've been talking for like an hour. More ancient history stuff? I looked up some, you know, Roman uh, graffiti. <laughs> Let's do another just ancient episode. Just like, ancient whatever. Let's, let's do like funny history things. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> no, normally. <laughs> it makes me burpy. Well, this was lovely. I had a lovely time. Yeah, this was a fun one. It's funny. This is the kind of shit I like to talk about. It was funny, and then it got dark at the end, and now sure we're trying did. to be lifted back up again. Yeah, man. But add funny history stuff to the list and apocryphal texts to the list. <laughs> and I learned what the word apocryphal means. <laughs> I kind of thought it would be like apocalypse, but it's not. <laughs> I mean, they have the same root word, so I don't know what the apoc, apoc root word is. Hang on. I can answer Time. that. Apoc. 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 Apo is Greek for un. Oh. That doesn't help me at all. Revelation, disclosure. So maybe apocryphal is like untruth, and apocalypse is like unworld. <laughs> So, like, the Greek is apocalyptine, which is, like, to uncover or reveal something, which okay. eventually became apocalypse. So, I guess when you have an apocalypse, like, the truth has been revealed, like a revelation of some sort. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it comes from the Greek for revelation. Okay. <laughs> We're Apo, so edu- off away educational. From. We learn so much. Well, that's why I've been thinking we're under the category of comedy, but I feel like most of the time we're an education podcast. I feel like we're edutainment. Is that a category? It should be. I should be able to be in more than one category. We're like Diogenes where we're not, and Lil Nas where we're not easy I was just going to say we're like, we're like Lil Nas. <laughs> we're our own Lil thing. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas yeah. X. <laughs> Oh, man. Ooh, now I'm seeing all these fun words that have apo as their apokoinu means in common. Hmm. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> a lovely time. Um, enjoy these last dregs of March, thankfully. Uh-huh. Um, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, do all the things. Follow us on Instagram. Yes. Follow mm-hmm. us on all the places. Leave a review. Apparently that helps. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That only works in iTunes. Spotify doesn't have reviews. But you can you can subscribe in Spotify. So Subscribe, review in certain places, like and follow in other places. <laughs> yes, please. And come back next week. Please. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.